Hello everyone and welcome to That's the Hattrick. I'm your host Aditya Rao and on this episode football is back. Um club football is back. The Premier League started this weekend, La Liga started this weekend, Bundesliga is back. Uh and of course Liga has been running for a week already and we'll have Serie A in a week's time. Um but first just to sum up that transfer window it was crazy. Uh the best transfer window in history for Paris Saint-Germain for any club possibly obviously Lionel Messi uh himself is is wor- worthy of that title um best transfer of all time uh but you know to get Hakimi to get Wijnaldum to get Donnarumma to get um a couple of other big players there in Ramos a leader in the defense um to add the Di Maria Mbappe uh Draxler Paredes and and all the talent they already have it's just ridiculous to think that a team can be this good you know i i i've seen memes online of you know if real madrid play psg and you know casemiro goes in on a challenge on messi and next thing you know sergio ramos is confronting casemiro for cha- for a challenge on messi that's the world we live in um but you know the pandemic has done what it's done to the transfer market to clubs like barcelona not being able to afford their most expensive players anymore obviously we just heard players like pk have been taking pay cuts to allow memphis depay uh and and a couple of other players get registered for la liga so it's it's not all been smooth sailing for barcelona nothing could be further than the truth but they did get off to a winning start in la liga uh this weekend um as far as the premier league goes well man city they got jack grealish for 100 million uh we'll see how that transfer uh pays off in 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 due weeks um they lost their opening game to tottenham that was a brilliant game which i will come to in a minute chelsea who still have ronaldo lukaku to add to their squad now that he's joined the club for about 100 million pounds he wasn't in the in the team that beat crystal palace 3-0 but the attacking options that thomas tuchel has is uh is is just mind blowing uh in in the premier league um and of course you know some other transfers rafa varan brilliant brilliant signing by man united by 40 million uh 40 million pounds from real madrid he brings expertise he brings trophies he brings that winning mentality um that's exactly what you need at the back and he's going to challenge victor lindelof in fact victor lindelof i think is l- probably lost his starting place uh alongside Harry Maguire in that back four and of course they got Jadon Sancho um you know obviously they'll be without Marcus Rashford for about a couple of months after that surgery but um Sancho is well incapable of uh filling in that boots especially with the stats he had last season in the Bundesliga so big big transfers there and now Inter gone and bought Edin Dzeko um which you know is a surprising transfer considering that they just lost their you know main goal scorer in Romelu Lukaku to Chelsea back to Chelsea um but uh we'll see how that pans out they play Genoa on their first game of this Serie A campaign and trying to defend their scudetto so that would be interesting to see um we'll buzz right through the Bundesliga uh weekend results obviously there was a really good game at Borussia Mönchengladbach uh Bayern Munich visited and uh, who else but uh Robert Lewandowski scoring the equalizer after player gave Mönchengladbach the leads uh, and and you know that that ground can be intimidating for any team that goes there um and you know Bayern have lost it a couple of times in recent years so 
a draw to get off the campaign going wouldn't be uh, too much of a they wouldn't look into it too much Borussia Dortmund though were rampant Haaland couple of goals Thorgan Hazard Giovanni Reina Royce all the big attacking players obviously in that game scoring uh, against Eintracht Frankfurt and uh, you know uh, five goals to start off at the Signal Iduna Park five goals from Stuttgart um Philip Klemt uh Kemp scoring twice um and they had 33 shots 33 attempts in that game uh did VFB Stuttgart and now they're on top of the um Bundesliga table so it's just week 1 but what a way to start off the season from from them in La Liga we have uh, Real Madrid uh with Thibaut Courtois of course signing a new contract scoring four goals away from home at Alaves pretty uh straightforward victory for them Hasselu did score a penalty but Real Madrid were already 3-1 up by then and Vinicius Jr came on and capped off the performance with another goal to make it 4-1 Valencia Getafe two red cards uh in 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 the game and Carlos Soler the man who settled that one um Atletico Madrid also were reduced to 10 men Hermoso and uh, Hugo Mayo getting sent off uh deep into the game uh Angel Correa with the couple to to give the Atleti their first win of the season and then Barcelona the new look Barcelona without Lionel Messi getting things on the way Gerard Piqué Martin Brathwaite and Sergio Roberto with the goals as they beat Sociedad 4-2 a great start for the for the post Lionel Messi era for Barcelona and uh, we'll see if they can keep it up and finally Sevilla Yeah, easy 3-0 win. Luka Zidane getting sent off. And it was Eric Lamela, old Tottenham Hotspur boy, scoring a couple on his debut. Um, in fact, he he got only a single goal in the Premier League last year. If you remember the one in North London derby, the, the Robona finish. Um, but he's already doubled his tally in La Liga this season. And now coming to the Premier League. Well, what a, what a game to start off the weekend. It was Brentford-Arsenal. Um, and Sergi Canos... sent the community stadium wild with the first the first goal really good finish inside the near post and i think i echo some uh, that some of the things that uh, ian wright mentioned after the game you know in his in his uh, analysis of it this is a very unrecognizable arsenal there's no leaders you know this has gone on for a couple of seasons um there is no leadership on the field uh there are a lot of young players but there's no one to necessarily guide them uh obviously it was ben white the 50 million pound signing from brighton his first game um but he the brighton sort of attack just bullied bullied them you know i i i did see a couple of uh videos of paul merson as well afterwards and and he was shocked to what he saw um they got bullied by uh set pieces they got bullied by a throw in for the second goal um and it's very unlike arsenal and for how much ball possession they had they didn't create a lot you know they still had nicola pepe who started because they didn't have lacazette and obamian but both of them didn't have great seasons last year so if 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 for me if they even they were playing they would arsenal would maybe score a goal but i still think they would they would lose the game and that's how it is at the moment people don't see arsenal as a winning winning football team at the moment unfortunately and things have to be done very quickly uh there has to be changes made in the hierarchy 
uh, in the backroom stuff. There's there's so much to be done in Arsenal. Where do you even begin? And and the ownership has just allowed this to happen for the last few years. Um, ever since Wenger's last season is probably when the last time Arsenal were competitive, and and he kept them in the Champions League for most most of his stay at Arsenal. So someone has big boots to fill uh, in, in in getting Arsenal back to where they were. Second game of the the weekend was a classic rivalry between Man United and Leeds. A really electric game, but Leeds United. They were level for about three minutes in that game before Mason Greenwood struck the third goal of the game to give United a two-one lead. But the men of the show, I'm gonna say this time, were Pogba and Fernandez. Obviously, uh, Fernandez with the hat tricks. His third goal was just absolute class. The half volley and the the ball from Lindelof. Um, but Paul Pogba, four assists, one game. He's overtaken his tally from last year. Um, so, to from a from a neutral perspective, and 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 you know from a Paul Pogba perspective, uh, he, he would love to see him keep his form going because he's been under a lot of pressure. Uh, you know the contract situation, obviously, and all of this can really play to your game, uh, game's detriment. So, to keep that all in the back room and and come and perform the way he did against a, a Leeds team that's very uh, in your face. Uh, going forward and i was very underwhelmed by leeds they obviously play one way under bielsa and he signed a new contract which is good for them uh i i think they shouldn't be worried about relegation at all this season but uh that's twice in a row now they've been thumped at old trafford uh with this with similar tactics and you know people like rafinha giving the ball away in cheap positions um and and obviously Robin Cock had a terrible game trying to follow Fernandez and and McTominay and Pogba uh and and they were just outnumbered in midfield um so a couple of things to think for Bielsa there but great start to man united and 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 if if anything this is a marker laid down that they may be ready for a title challenge this year Leicester City Wolves uh 1-0 to Leicester City and guess who scored the goal yes it was Jamie Vardy Leicester take the points but i think wolves had a few really good chances uh, especially adama uh, in that game and, and they were just not able to convert it uh, of course a new look wolves without nuno this year um but i think lesser city will be very happy with that performance uh of course couple of things to improve uh, maybe their creativity up front uh, because wolves had twice the amount of chances and and lesser had more of the ball as well which you'd expect that they're at home um but a couple of things for Brendan Rodgers to think about um he has got a very good group of players hard working players in his in his locker room so uh this is a promising start for them as was as it was for Chelsea who brushed Crystal Palace aside you know Marcus Alonso with a great free kick to get things going and then Christian Pulisic right place right time to make it 2-0 and then Trevor Chaloba who I think had a really really good debut you know in terms of defending in terms of just being solid with his passing his decision making and he deserved the goal uh, obviously he's been part of the chelsea youth that set up for quite a while um and and now he's getting his his name uh you know rang around the stamford bridge stands and and you know in the in the fans 
you know and posts online and everything in in a good way so uh, really happy for him and in chelsea uh, also looked like a very strong team this season obviously with the attacking options they have up front you know zek pulisic mount um of course they got rid of jiru to ac milan but they brought in romelu lukaku in that striker position and they have timo werner they have all kinds of players going forward so it'll be interesting to see how chelsea's season pans out Watford Aston Villa um well Watford back in the Premier League and back doing what they do best which is upsetting some of the some of the bigger teams uh Bonaventure getting things going in the 10th minute before Ismail Assar and then Chucho Hernandez with his first goal of his season 3-0 Watford lead before John McGinn scored a really good goal and then Danny Ings the new man in the East Midlands uh getting getting his first goal of the campaign to make it 3-2 but it was not enough as their first game without Jack Grealish ended in defeat for Aston Villa so things to think about for Dean Smith already in week 1 uh, especially at the back but uh, you can't read too much into it Watford are a 50-50 they're they're a mixed bag You never know what Watford is going to turn up. The Watford that loses 6-0 to Man City or the Watford that beats Liverpool 3-0 in the past. So a good result for them to to restart their Premier League journey with this season with a win, but not so good if you're a Aston Villa supporter. Everton with a turnaround win against Southampton. Um new boy Adam Armstrong can latching on to a terrible mistake by Michael Keane in the first half, but apart from that I don't think Southampton had too many you know attempts on the Everton goal and Everton themselves uh had few and far attempts until the second half when uh, you know Richarlison equalized and then Ducoury scored that brilliant goal that little turn and finish into the top corner and then that Richarlison Calvert-Lewin performance uh, uh sorry combination for the third goal uh and 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 Richarlison is continu- continuing his olympics form uh obviously won gold in japan and now he's brought that back and he's bringing goals with him and assists as well so 3-1 win for everton for, uh, in their first game under rafa um obviously with whatever happened in the transfer window with ancelotti um you know definitely would have shaken things up in the everton dressing room but um they definitely had a response i think the the everton last season would not have a response to going behind uh, we did see them lose a few times at home but but this time uh at least in game week 1 that is not the case burnley and brighton um obviously james starkowski scoring within the second minute and there was some controversy behind that goal especially there might have been a push off by him on neil mope neil mope seems to always be involved in in these kind of things but then the substitutes did the business for for Brighton um you know Mac Allister and then the assist for Neil Mope from Moda so Brighton again they're one of those teams that that hangs around in 14th 15th uh you know the lower reaches of the table um but you know this is a good way to get their campaign uh, off the track uh and and in getting three points on 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 week 1 and obviously Brighton has a very um established squad Sally March, Trossard, Pascal Gross, Bissouma, Mope, uh Elzate and most of the backline all have Premier League experience. They haven't changed too much and obviously 
Moda and and you know Mac Allister from last last season, and, and obviously the Premier League experience that Adam Lallana has. Um, but they, I, I think this season they they could, you know, finish thirteenth or fourteenth if if results, you know, if they get results like this away from home, uh, because eight of the eleven visits that um, Brighton had to Burnley. Uh, or they played against each other were all draws so uh this this time i think in the second half definitely the substitutes made a big change for Graham Potter's team and uh they they could be looking at uh you know mid table finish with performances like this norwich city liverpool uh the champions from 2020 getting their campaign underway with a 3-0 win it was it was not always a coast in the in the playground for them but uh, Diogo Jota a uh, brilliant finish from him and then Roberto Firmino and then Salah of course how can you keep him out of the game uh 3-0 victory for them Norwich City back in the Premier League with Daniel Farke but uh not this time uh not upsetting Liverpool this on this occasion obviously Jurgen Klopp had some comments about Man City Chelsea and Man United spending um and and how they do it but Liverpool cannot um but that didn't seem to affect his players on the pitch you know obviously they have Van Dijk back this is big for them uh and and obviously the signing of Konate as well in center back they, they can't make any more um they can't make any more uh, they they can't have any more injuries in that position and then of course Newcastle West Ham what a cracker of a game 4-2 Newcastle went up twice and ended up losing 4-2 it was Callum Wilson in the 5th minute uh and you know i i watched the highlights of um Alan San Maximan's skill a few times um and and Declan Rice just couldn't keep up with him and uh close range header from from Wilson and then Aaron Quest Cresswell of all people equalizing before Murphy uh, it was a bullet header from from Jacob Murphy to to give them a 2-1 lead and then Ben Rama and then Suchek after the missed penalty and and then Mikhail Antonio of course lethal finish uh to make it 4-2 um obviously first game of the season can't read into it too much it was a very very good game end to end stuff especially in the second half um but positive signs for Newcastle are that they have completed the permanent signing of uh Arsenal man Joe Willock Uh, and i think that's a great signing he had a great end to last season and um it's a good signing for them to run about 20 million pounds for that uh and 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 of course west ham just keep continuing to improve under david moyes um and you know this is another show of resolve and strength after going behind twice in a single game and finally manchester city against tottenham at the tottenham hotspur stadium i don't know what it is about that stadium but City just don't win there. And for the first minute, 15 minutes it looked like they were about to break their curse. Um obviously many shots on target. Riyad Mahrez had a very good chance in that uh, spell. Ferran Torres was all over the pitch dictating play. Um but it didn't seem like a very classic Man City performance um in 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 terms of, you know, having s- probably 80% of the ball. They did have a lot of the ball. They had 66% of the possession. But there was no sort of penetrative passes. It was mostly sideways, uh especially after the 15-minute mark when Spurs slowly started getting into the game and their setup was perfect. 
uh and and you know this is it this is not by chance i mean nuno has had the better of guardiola um many times as the wolves boss if you remember when they won 3-2 uh at at home and then they beat city 2-0 away i think that was two seasons ago um so they are capable of you know producing this sort of uh, nuno is capable of producing this sort of uh tactics against a guardiola team uh and and of course big shout out to jafet tanganga at right back for locking up raheem sterling for most of the game i'm sure you've seen posts of that everywhere um but real like hard defending really uh no nonsense defending from tanganga for most of the game uh and and of course whenever spurs got on the attack they looked very dangerous they could have been 1-0 up they could have been 2-0 up after after the son goal obviously there was a big chance in the second half for them to go 2-0 up uh but three points for nuno's men brilliant goal from humwins on uh with his left foot in the absence of harry kane uh now obviously spurs in the past have been called harry kane fc um which i think is true and untrue in some ways because humwins son is such a big player himself um his ability to shoot with both feet to to find a find find the key to the lock of the for of any defense in the premier league um and and he's a very nifty player so his stats are right round about where hurricane stats were last season but he never got the credit where it was due so to call them hurricane fc is true is is you know obviously there's reasons why because hurricane has of the lion share of their goals most of the time but uh you know human son definitely has his has a shout in 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 that debate but it will be interesting to see how this transfer saga pans out obviously hurricane came on and said you know i did miss training but uh i was not fully fit now nah, blah 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 you know now i'm going to be back in uh into the spurs setup but we'll see how that pans out you know hurricane has publicly expressed his need to win trophies uh you know he's wanted his his stats his abilities to be rewarded in terms of silverware and you know obviously the champions league final the carabao cup final um and he's had his fair share of chances with tottenham but it just never seems to stick uh at the club so maybe he may be thinking of a switch and obviously man city have been linked with him and man city have already spent 100 million on grealish and if they needed to they would spend a hundred another 150 million on on harry kane that's how they operate well that's our roundup for the first weekend of this premier league season i hope you enjoyed this episode and uh look forward to seeing you again on that's the hat trick thank you